quiet because Bingle. <laughs> All right, we're live. We're here. Heck yeah, we are. All three of us after what seems like quite a while. I think it has been a while. Yeah. yeah absolutely. John, but more, that's exciting. John's back. Uh, tell us about uh, the convention. The convention was pretty good. So for those who didn't know, I was over in uh, Orlando, Florida. I was guesting there for Holiday Matsuri. That was my first time guessing at the convention. It was pretty fun. It's, uh, it's very anime themed. I, mean, I was in the game room. I was a gaming guest. But uh, they had um, everyone was running around in, like Christmas versions of like their anime cosplay characters. Oh, yeah. Actually, super cool. Like it was okay. just neat seeing everyone run around in all these Christmas themed outfits. Nice. Uh, I had to host a bunch of segments while I was there. I had to do uh, like trivia show. I did throne controllers. I did uh, this mystery game, hot seat game. Where people like I gave out envelopes and then it had money inside, but people had to like gamble and beat other people to steal their envelopes and get the money inside. It was like it was actually really super hmm. cool. Were these all things that you had put together? No, I only planned throwing controllers. And okay. uh, so, they asked me to make a panel too, which was like I did Mario Party versus the audience. And then everything else, they were just like, hey, we need a host for this. You want to do it? I'm like, heck yeah, let's go. So did they have to like okay. prep you and teach you how like the game that you're about to host works? I mean, like they gave me a cheat sheet uh, for for at least the hot seat, and I had Justin Wong doing commentary with me. So like, I'm just like, all right, Jay Wong knows what he's doing. I can just relax. So I'll just nice. I'll, I'll just, just like auto jokes. host and like can, what? Just tell some jokes. You're just there to be the comedic part. Well, it was the other way around. Actually, I was like the main host, and he was the comedic part. So oh, okay. right. like it, it balanced out. Like we we bounced off of each other really cool, like really well. It was fun. And then nice. I got to teach him how to play Jackbox because he had never played that before. So like any oh, Jackbox. <laughs> He had never played any Jackbox ever. So we played uh, huh. Trivia Murder Party and Quiplash 2. Hmm. Which I think is on 3 or 4. It's one of them. Yeah, I don't know. That almost seems like difficult to avoid the Jackbox for this. Thing. I mean, he, he's a fighting game player and he's a tournament level fighting game player. The dude That's plays true. fighting games. Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> true. That's cool. Had you heard of this convention before? I'd heard of it, but that's because one of my friends was staff at it. So, and uh, the gaming department on their recommendation was like, hey, do you want to be a guest? I was like, heck yeah, let's do it. They covered my flight, they covered my hotel, and they gave me like an appearance fee. It was cool. I know I had never heard about it. Paul, I don't think you had heard about it before, right? Nope. It's it's decent size. I think the attendance last year was like 22,000 people. I think they said this year's was a little smaller, but I forget exactly because it seemed pretty crowded when I was walking through it. Okay. What's uh What's Florida like in December? Uh, Orlando was very cold. In the daytime, it was <laughs> nice and warm. It was like you know seventies, eighties, and then at nighttime, it was like fifties, <clears> forties <throat> in Fahrenheit. Like I was wearing a hoodie and I was freezing. Like it was wild. Yeah. Huh. Okay. I can. See. Yeah. All right. Cool. Did you go to Disney World? No, I was literally two miles away from it, but I couldn't go because I was so busy with the convention. Yeah, makes sense. Cool. You had a good time then. Did you did you buy anything? Uh, I bought some little knickknacks here and there. I got uh, I don't know if I have much on the desk I can show, but I got this cute little uh, question mark block. To, you know, oh, nice. hot pink. And it's a little bank too, so you can use it as a little little bank. Okay. Just just opens right up. Boop. Yeah. yeah. Nice. 
but no games. You didn't like buy any retro games as per usual. No, shockingly, they had some retro game booths and they had an import booth there too, but like nothing caught my eye. Uh, one booth had a ton of rare retro games and I had them all. So I was like, good, my wallet <laughs> will be safe. Yeah, I guess eventually, <laughs> eventually they're going to run out of games you don't have. So that, you know what? That's the day I'm hoping for because then finally I can be like, okay, I'm free now. Yeah, you can rest. <laughs> you can finally pass on into the afterlife. Exactly. That that's when I, <laughs> I was gonna say that's when my ghost like sends up to heaven. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, the ball and chain around your ankle finally just like pops open. Okay. Well, cool. Well, yes. Welcome back. Uh, and Paul, what have you been up to in the last week? Just chilling, man. Just living life. You know how it'd be. Sure. Yeah. Um, John and I played some mini golf yesterday. I won. Yeah, it was, was a close fun. game for all all parties, but I did win, just for the record. There was only one okay. entire hole in one the entire time, which neither of us got. Okay, which neither of us got. <laughs> yeah, that was impressive because that was they, they had to do a loop to loop and they got a hole in one off that, so that was very impressive. Um, I don't know, John. You both you and Nathan said that that place was sucked. I, I enjoyed it. I liked it. I think it I think it was fine because like we just kind of played together and just kind of goofed. Like that. I think that was it. I liked all the decorations. I loved all the like the murals and the statues and stuff. I thought it was pretty cool. I remember it feeling a little more worn down when I was there, but I guess maybe it was just a trick of the trick of the light. Yeah, maybe they did like a touch up with some paint or something. I don't know. Maybe. But, you know, I would recommend it for you, Paul, if you're, if you're ever looking for some indoor mini golf. Okay. All right. It's close by. Kind of. Kinda. There you go. Other than that, I saw Aquaman 2, and that movie's bad, but I want to specifically complain about the three preteen boys that were sitting behind me. <laughs> okay. would not stop making noise. They would not okay. silence their phones. Every time the okay. movie got quiet, they would make either a fart noise or just start moaning. What? <laughs> about an hour into the movie, I, re- I started noticing, like, oh, wait, they're quiet. I guess they ran out of hilarious jokes. And then a few uh-huh. minutes later... All three of them were walking back up the stairs to their seat. So I guess they just all went to the bathroom for 30 minutes together. <laughs> they were, oh, they were clearly right. enjoying the movie to like to to that level. Yeah, that. Oh, my God. That, yeah, that was annoying. We did D-Box, though, just for the hell of it. Ooh, um, sure. Which I, I've done D-Box once before. What was it? It was for Man of Steel. So I did it for this one as well. I think it's more just kind of distracting. Sure. But there was one part that made me kind of laugh. So, like, quick little premise to, to make how this makes sense. It's about, like, an evil trident that's, like, possessed by, like, an evil ancient spirit or something. And whenever someone touches it for the first time, they get, like, visions and memories of the ghost pirate guy yelling at them or something. Uh-huh. And so there's one extended sequence like that where there's a lot of lore kind of getting dumped at you and the ghost guy is like spinning around the main character. And so the seat is rotating for like a minute straight. <laughs> Which I thought was just very goofy. Wow. All right. That's that pretty funny. That made me laugh because of just how silly this whole setup was. But Aquaman 2 is really bad. Don't go see that movie. Yeah, Don't worry, I didn't I'm watch sure the first one. I didn't either, actually. Hey, now that means officially the DCEU is done. Hopefully we'll get some good DC movies going forward. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. I don't know. James Gunn's there? Maybe. 
Oh yeah, that's true. That's true. He does some good stuff. He does some good stuff. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Let's do the podcast. It's top down perspective for December 28th. Last one of the year. Yep. So you know, speak now or forever hold your peace. Uh, I'm Sean Booker. I'm Paul Fleck. John Wheeler. And some quick housekeeping. Uh, our game of the year show is officially going to be on January 11th. Nathan will be there. So get excited. Thank you to Nathan for joining us again. Mm-hmm. And you had another thing listed that I forgot. The community game of the year survey is still up. You should still uh, respond to that. It's in pinned posts on the Discord. It's on our Twitter. So look at that. That is going to be closing on January 8th. So get your uh, submissions in by January 8th if you want your vote to be tallied up for the show on the 11th. That it, it so far has one of the highest amount of uh, participants we've ever had. It's been wow. quite a bit. Nice. Holy smokes. Because we've been Which on makes like sense. the down climb. It makes sense, though. 2023 was insane for games. Oh, so. Just, like, needed their voice. I guess so. It's been close for some things, too. So, like, the votes... Yeah, I kind of don't know where some of them are going anymore, which is insane at this point. Okay. Wow, that's super That's good to know. Cool. There's a few that... Well, there's a few. I'm not going to, like, completely lie. There's a few that's like, oh, yeah, that's obviously going to be really high. But there's a few that are like, I don't know which is going to win out of these, like, five games. (laughs) They're all neck and neck. Yeah, it's been a it's been a good year for games, bad year for uh, game developers. True. True. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, let's talk about what we've been playing. Starting with John, he's been playing so much. Oh yeah, I played everything under the sun, such as Nada. I thought you Man. were planning to like hit some backlog. Yeah, but I told you that yesterday. Yeah, so I, I thought stream- maybe like I streamed. <laughs> I thought maybe you played some after. <laughs> no, dude, I streamed today. yesterday. Yeah. I was busy. I mean, I played through Star Tropics. I can talk about Star Tropics, but it's an NES game that is sure. bullshit. And okay. Nintendo made it, so I don't know why it's so bullshit. Nintendo mm. made, makes bad games. There's plenty of them. Mario Party, Mario Party Two. <laughs> I was waiting for it. I was waiting for it. <laughs> yep, yep. There it no, is. This, this is like a game. this is like a Zelda Two and Zelda One like game. Uh, it's kind of neat. Uh, I like a lot about it, but then there's like a lot of weird bullshit. Like it's like weirdly unfair and against the player for no reason. Like you'll, it, it's a maze game where like, you know, you go up, down, left, right. And you, you pick which room you go into next, but some of the rooms can just lead to insta death traps or traps that you need to have like instantaneous, like reaction time to. Otherwise you just die and that can just happen. And you just have to accept that you died. Like it's, it's just, there's like a bunch of like you trial and error bullshit in it, which is weird. And the final stage has like like the worst checkpoint, <laughs> as in in that it does not have any. Uh, oh, <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. So yeah, it it was pretty rough ending it, but like it, the game itself, like the first half of the game is fine, and then the the second half it's just like oh this is this is oh so I beat it. Uh, this is a game, ironically, Reese told me never to bother trying to beat because it just kind of gets bullshit by the end. You know, she was very right. Mm. So what's the, like, if you're going to recommend it, where do people stop playing the game? Uh, if they want to have a good time with Star Tropics, where do they stop? Maybe up to the halfway point, which I think is Chapter 4. Yeah, up to Chapter 3 was fine, and Chapter 4 was when it starts doing dumb shit. But, like, you can find dumb shit all along the way if you try hard enough. 
So if you really want a bad time, you can, it, you can find it. Yeah, anywhere. if you really want a bad time, finish the game and then yeah. play the sequel, which <laughs> most people say is worse. Oh, God. Okay. I am curious if uh, you're going to do some homework or whatever, I guess, before game of the year, at least probably try to get a couple games in there. Do you have an idea of what you're going to jump to? I'm just kind of curious where your head's at for like stuff you want to check out. I don't know, man. I got to go through and like write down every game that came out this year and be like, okay, did I play enough of this to even be able to rank it? Because like I can think of like half a dozen games where I'm like, if I play more of this, this will crack my top 10 or unless it sucks. So I'm like, okay, I have to I'm I'm going to be at like, okay, I have what? Let's say 12 days before uh, before the end of the the top of the the game of the year podcast. Uh, You have like, let's say two weeks. Let's assume I can't get anything done tonight. Let's just assume that. Okay. Uh, well, I'm, ass- oh, I'm assuming okay. you're playing one of the games right now because you're because that's what you do when we podcast. No, I actually haven't done that for the past few podcasts. No, I was just joking. I know. Um, no, like yeah, I don't know. Uh, like I want to make more a RoboCop. recommendation. Yeah, yeah, RoboCop was the one I was like thinking yeah, you should I play that asked him one. This question yesterday. He did yeah. say RoboCop. It's right here. You should. You should play a bunch of that, I think. Not because I think that game's like amazing or anything, but I know that you like Robocop and it is so yeah. perfectly that like that It is exactly style. what it is on the tin. It is Robocop totally. f- uh, Fallout New Vegas. So It's one of those games that like you if you if somebody plays it and they're like, "Oh, I fucking hate this game." I know, "Oh, you've never watched or you don't like Robocop then." Like yeah. just straight up. <laughs> it is blatantly this is Robocop. Yes. So, yeah, that was one of the ones. Uh, Hi-Fi Rush was one. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, sh- I want to play more Armor Core 6. Uh, yes. I want to actually play 2. Final Fantasy 16 and Spider-Man 2. I at least started that one. Um, I would be interested to know. Yeah, Sea Stars. I would be interested to know your thoughts on Final Fantasy 16 for Given the Year stuff because you like the Devil May Cry gameplay style more than yeah. a lot of stuff. So you might get super do, so. into it maybe that's what i'm that's what i'm wondering but i don't know if i have the time to dig into a game that meaty but also like yeah i also think i guess that like the the really interesting combat takes a while to get to that's the amount you're going to play is probably like the demo's length and you're going to see like a cool cutscene and some like quick time events but you're not going to get like combos when you're doing the attacks or anything that it's going to be like hey hit square a bunch because that's it's the first level that's all you have yeah yeah that's true yeah yeah well we'll see i'll i'll start whipping up the list tonight probably and be like oh i have a lot i need to check i fly rush it's a short it's probably the shortest one you've mentioned i don't know exactly how long robocop is that's probably a good (laughs) one you could get like a robocop's i think 20 hours you can get a significant amount of hi-fi rush done without playing as much because of the short yeah i like hi-fi rush is ironically a little lower on the list though because i wasn't vibing with it when i played it during the charity event we did this year but that also could have been literally because i was playing it for a charity event where i couldn't sit down and just focus i had to actually like talk and entertain during it oh yeah i mean if you want to lose your the rest of your time you could just dive really hard into void stranger and get all of those that's secrets. another one i need to dig more into because i've barely touched it for months i was so I've, into it at launch and then i was just like i can't i feel you should dig more into that game that game is yeah. insane I, I think i literally <laughs> stopped at a point where as soon as i boot that game up i'm getting a cutscene. you stopped it at a point where some secrets really start opening yeah <laughs> Yeah, no, I, I have shite timing for that one, so we'll see how it goes. Also, and this is just kind of just spitting, spit you know, thinking. Yeah. You could just not play any of them and play Assassin's Creed Mirage, a game I have. 
Yeah, you you could take that, over the anything? Assassin's this, Creed mantle. This, from this could be the time. This could be my time to actually play through an entire Assassin's Creed game yeah. and maybe finish. If you want to take the mantle of having to play each Assassin's Creed each year, I'll hand that over to you. That's fine. You can I, release that's it. That's so his generous curse. of you, Sean. That's so generous. <laughs> no, I do want to play that, but I do. every time I'm like, oh, I'd rather play something else. But I do want to. Play. Yeah. I'll play it. There's too many. There's too many long video games. Give me something short. Give me like a 10 minute video game, and then I can put that on the game of your list. Okay, 10 minutes. Sure. I don't know if that's a hard Maybe, one, but I'm sure it's out how there. How long is I think, um, I think that's Suica game? Suica mm. game, Paul. How long is oh, you want those games? Oh, way longer than 10 minutes. Way longer than 10 minutes. Okay, that that takes a couple hours if you want to complete that. Yeah, I spent a few hours playing that. That's really did, fun. Did Mech Pixel 3 <laughs> come out this year? Yes, yeah, last so. year. Was that last year? I was playing no it. Way. In that was last year. Was that was November out. of yeah. last year. But it got it, wow. Um, <laughs> they announced DLC for that somewhat recently, right? Like that's getting yes. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, okay. I think the gotcha. DLC is the DLC McPixel two. I forget how they're doing this. I don't think so. Damn, that would have been actually kind of funny. Let me see. <laughs> I'm trying to find my game of the year list from last year because I, I don't think know McPixel if it's on it. I think the DLC came out. McPixel three free DLC update. I don't. Yeah, I don't know if it has like a name. It's just a free update. I think it's already out. So, man, I have so much more to play. This was also posted back in March. What? Oh wow. Oh. I don't know if this wow. is the actual. I did not even have McPixel on my game of the year list from last year, so I have no clue. I have no idea when I played it. Maybe I played it this year, and that's... Did you play it? I don't remember if you played it or not. I know I played it. I know I played it, because I'm pretty sure... I, I, I played it at Indyland, so I know I did that. Okay. But, like, I thought I played it on stream, so... And that might be why I forgot and didn't actually write it down. Looking at my list here, there's a lot of games actually that I think you've played that maybe you just forgot came out this year. So Dude, I think you I, had forgot, I forgot Pizza Tower came out this year. That was like February. Oh. Something, <laughs> yeah, something something okay. came out in January and I was like, oh, yeah, I'm excited for that. I don't remember what the heck it was. I just know there's some game in January that was like, heck, yeah. And like this upcoming January has Momodora 5 and like some other big. Metro oh, I'm so excited. Forgetting about Momodora 5 is the one that uh, the first one of 2024 that I'm looking forward to. January 11th, I think, something like that. It's something like that. And then there's that's like the game of the year game. podcast. Well, I got a new entry that's going to try to slide in there. <laughs> well, I guess uh, I'm not going to be part of the game of the year podcast. then. <laughs> I have priorities. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> OK, yeah, I did play McPixel 3. I played it in November last year. So, yeah, all right. <laughs> yeah that's pretty much all I played on stream. Paul, you played some cool games and I want to hear about them. Yeah, uh, I'm in catch up mode. So I started I did some shorter games this week and weekend. So I started with Cocoon, uh, decided to knock that out. That took about two sessions, uh, I think. No, maybe it was one long one. I think it was one long one. I was going to call it at some point, but then I realized I was at the end ish area. Uh, Cocoon is very good. Uh so, like, the stuff that they've shown of it, where you're kind of going in between the different orbs and moving them around, like, the puzzle stuff is very, very good. The thing I really fell in love with, though, is I thought the boss fights were awesome. I really enjoyed those. They're, they're pretty inventive. 
considering yeah. they, it's a one button game and yeah like they're super unique and they do some very cool stuff yeah and it's one of those puzzle games that like there were more than a few times where i was saying wait will this work oh yeah now we're i'm in this weird like paradox where i'm in the thing while holding the thing also yeah. like it it gets weird <laughs> my favorite part of cocoon is how tightly designed that game is and yeah in just kind of tangentially they will block off if you do not need to go back because that could get pretty yes. dicey pretty fast but they'll be like no everything you need is in the room you're in you just need to keep thinking it's like thank you thank you so yeah. much because you didn't have to do that, but I really appreciate that. Yeah. I, it also does the like music swell when like you start getting on the right path. Like there have been a few times where I was kind of messing around with stuff and nothing was happening. And then I was like, wait, well, does this happen? I do the thing. And then it's like, doo, doo, doo. it's like, OK, I'm on the right path. Like it's telling me that I've like figured out the way to keep on doing something or whatever, which is I really that and Chance of Sonar, which I'll talk about in a second, both do that, which I really appreciate when puzzle games kind of like give you an indicator that, yes, you're on the right path or you've done the thing. It's been a good year for puzzle games. Yes, it definitely, definitely has. Uh, I definitely would recommend Cocoon as for like people to just try out. I think I took about five hours in it. If you are pretty on the money with stuff, you could probably do it in maybe a little over four if you wanted to just like look up a guide or something you could get through that game in like two hours honestly but then why play a puzzle game that's what i'm saying yeah why exactly that seems like the worst for a puzzle game like i understand if you're stuck and you want to keep going but if you're just like i guess to see the environments it has like some cool imagery with its like robot bug it's gross it's the like biomechanical gross. stuff going on is very yeah. very weird i still think the boss fights are like a high point for me though so like if somebody was like yeah i didn't want to do puzzles i would still maybe be like well then like play it and get to the boss fights and just experience those there's only like four of them but i think they're very good if someone told me i don't want to do puzzles i would not recommend them a puzzle game like i would not be trying to push sure. on them. <laughs> like but it is it sure. is also very interesting that this puzzle game has boss fights so yeah it's, cool. it's a good game. Yeah, They're very, very cool. Um, and then this led into Chance of Sonar. Actually, our conversation where you were talking about Chance of Sonar led into it because the reason I had been putting it off so long is I never felt like I was you were like, mentally I don't know what wanting... I have to wait for him. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, I've Since it came out and I kind of heard what it was about, I never thought I was mentally prepared for like, I don't want to sit down and just have like my pen and pad ready for like five hours taking down notes and like really busting my brain on this stuff and then when you were like no it's all done through the game or whatever the way that game is made so that you can just kind of like take notes in the game and it will provide to you in real time like what you think it is and then most importantly when you figure out actual connections and it tells you just straight up this is what this means all the time then you're able to puzzle your way through it way easier than I thought it would be, which is so really, really I'm, nice. For people who don't know, you're you're talking about when you find a new symbol and you're, you can make like a guess and then it'll yeah. show up gray. And then when you see that symbol elsewhere, it'll try and piece together what you think the sentence is, which kind of helps you figure out, is this correct? Is, it, is this an actual sentence? 
And that's all done in the UI, which is very, very good. Um, but most importantly is that there will be times where you can make a connection solidly and the game will say, yes, this is what this means. You are correct. So you're not kind of like thinking, okay, I'm halfway there, but I'm not fully there. You can kind of like get, you can start piecing it together more and more as you make more progress, which I didn't necessarily know how they were going to handle that. So it was you talking about how the game kind of allows you to do that stuff in the game and it works like in real time showing you that stuff that made it more accessible for me to be like, okay, I think I'll try this out now. And yeah, the way that game is designed to do that stuff is very, very fluid and intuitive in a way that I didn't think it would be necessarily, which is awesome. So I got two points. First one, the stealth is the weakest part of that game. I, I just wish oh, it was. Yeah, it's kind of terrible. Yeah, it's I, it's pretty bad. I can only assume it was like, we need to put something else in here because we don't want people to call this a walking simulator or something. And I just think it's worse for it because it's just it's just a little frustrating. And it's it's like yeah. so like out of left field. It's like, what is this doing? This whole game is chill. Like, why is this here now? And they kind of know it, too, because even in those sections, when you get to a certain point, it just checkpoints you at that thing. So even the game kind of almost admits fall to being like, yeah, we know it's kind of shitty. Here's a band aid. <laughs> like, at yeah, least you're going to start from this point on. I guess it's so that they could put like some like kind of tension in there. Some stakes. I guess it, it is. Yeah, I don't know. And second point. Did you finish it? Yeah, I did uh, both endings. Oh, okay. Wow. So good job. I found the third area the hardest one. The yeah, Yoda people. I agree. The Yoda people. Oh, <laughs> the, the, the bards. Okay, sure. Yeah, that was definitely the hardest one. It took me the longest time to get that right. Um, did you do that all of the is... like connection? Oh, you did both endings. So oh, you did yeah. All the connections. yeah, yeah. That yeah, that one's brutal because the other ones, when you get into a new area, there's kind of like a mural or something that you're like okay, I can kind of guess what this is or, like, there's a contextual clue. When you get into the bard area, it's just, like, a group of people talking to you and they're like, blah, 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 to you and you're like, what the fuck are you saying? <laughs> well, that's pretty much every time you walk into a new area. It's just like, yep, I don't know what any of this is. Yeah. That's cool. I do like how, like, I like the story in that game and kind of like yeah. the, the narrative around like who you are. I, I wasn't I wasn't expecting that to, to even answer that. I just thought I was a dude. But when they reveal near the end of kind of what's going on, it's like, oh, this is cool. I do. Yeah. This, is a, this is a special game. Uh, the connections, like the terminals between the people were I had were the only times I really had to like look up some stuff because I was just like, I'm OK. I know what you're trying to say, but clearly my brain is not putting it together. What exactly is the translation here? Oh, you wanted me. This is oh, your yeah. word for that. Okay. Yeah, there you go. And what was what was annoying about that one is unlike a lot of the other ones, it was hard to trial and error because you had to like constantly put them in order. You couldn't just swap out the ones you wanted nice and easily. So Yeah. You can't really brute force those because those are kind of almost like the pop quiz of like, do you understand how this language works? Because we're going to test you now on yeah. that sort of thing. Yeah. yeah. No, that game is very, very cool. I really like the setting and kind of just the setup of what's going on there with the different like tribes of people or whatever. And you kind of joining them back together by learning all of their languages and being able to essentially communicate between them for each other and stuff. It's so it's very, very Did you have cool. a favorite uh, level. Uh, 
So this is a little bit cheating. The exiles were my favorite because there's not a whole lot of people to talk to you. And there are literally just terminals where it'll fill out like five or six things at one time when you solve it. That, that is the easiest one. Yeah, it is. Yeah. My favorite is the uh, like the scientists, like the steampunk event. The alchemists. Yeah, they're so oh. dope. They're so cool. I like, I like that one. They don't have a word for God, which is interesting. <laughs> hey, that makes sense. Yeah. Um, there's also just like to nerd out a little bit more about stuff in the ending or whatever. There's a point at the very, very end where you kind of like there's a symbol that like moves around and like shows you a bunch of the like different words from each thing or whatever. And then you realize that they're all kind of like the same. The, the symbol that is shown is for the different language or the different peoples is their word for like a God or their people or whatever. And it was just kind of cool that like this was thought out in a way that like human language has worked where we all kind of like derived the idea of a God from like something like the sun and like the words are all very similar, even in different languages for the kind of the same thing, even though they're very different, like the way that this game was thought out, both in a puzzle way and a linguistic way is like super super cool to the point where some of the things you could puzzle out even where you're just like okay well i know in the alchemist language their terms for like nouns or whatever have the like the triangle shape with something inside or like this one is like multiple of this so maybe it's the pluralization of that or whatever oh, I didn't, it's I very didn't cool pick up on that one like for example one of them is the very first language the symbol for music is like a circle thing or whatever and the symbol for instrument is that circle thing in like a square and just shit oh. like that was just like yeah, this I is awesome like the way they thought this out is incredible sure cool yeah, yeah. it's a cool game that game sure. is so cool uh that's uh, really over, it over on my side i've been playing cyberpunk phantom liberty i'm not exactly sure okay. how far i got um but i ended up dropping it i was having a hard time getting into it um I think it was just like too much distance from the game. So one thing I did really like is when it was coming out, I was like, okay, am I going to, should I just like start a new file? Because I barely remember about the character I had. And that's what my initial plan was. And then I was like, let me just quickly Google how long it takes to like get access to this DLC. And the quick Google said 20 hours. And I was like, well, there's no way I'm starting over. So I just loaded into my main file. And I was like, I, but they've changed so much when they did the 2.0 update. Like they give you all of your like perks back. And it's like, I have no idea what any of this is, what is meaningful, right. what is not. But what they do allow you to do is you can start a new game with a pre-setup character at the Phantom Liberty beginning, which I which oh, is really okay. great. So that's what I did do. And that was perfect. Um, the story was interesting. I would like to know more of the story, but my issue was it's still like pretty buggy, and I lost uh, like about thirty-minute chunks of gameplay twice now. And after the second mm. one, I was like, you know what? I think I'm done. Like, I don't have time yeah. to be replaying stuff right now. I'm going through things fast. Um, yeah. Which is going to be a little contradictory with my next game. But So that's a bummer. I don't know if I'm going to get back to it. Um, I'm not sure if it's an issue just with like, I think it might be with Xbox's quick resume feature. So maybe it's just an Xbox issue. But yeah, I don't know if I'm going to finish that game, unfortunately. So for mm. whatever reason, I was like, you know what? I love the game Moonlighter. I'm just going to play Moonlighter. <laughs> okay. Which came out years ago but for whatever reason yeah. i just had the instead of playing new games like i should be for game of the year i guess just the christmas time off i was like i'll play moonlighter a game that i love 
And maybe it's also because Day of the Diver reminds me so much of Moonlighter. But I've been playing sure. Moonlighter because uh, I never played through it on Xbox, so I'm doing that. The game's yeah. so good. Oh, it's so good. Yeah. Um, and is. I never played the DLC, so I have like the, the complete edition on Xbox, so I'll get to play that, but, uh, which is after the main game. Um, I will say, though, every achievement point is 12 points, so oh. fuck you to the developers <laughs> of Moonlighter. Why on earth would you do that? And unfortunately, what it means is every time I get uh, like five achievements done, there's a part of me that's like, I should drop this game forever because it's now a zero again. Uh-huh. That's funny. <laughs> so why would you do that? What is wrong with you? Absolute monsters. It is interesting to me that you're playing an old game. That is yeah. so unlike you. It's crazy. But it is. So yeah, like, no. I've I've wanted to go back and play it because it's like one of my favorite games um, and, and I never played through on Xbox. So I've just had it installed forever. And for yeah. whatever reason, I was just in the mood where I was just like, I just want a game that I like really love right now. And so that's why I'm playing some. Nice. Awesome. And uh, that's all I've been playing this week. Let's do one news story because uh, no one's okay. working this week, so there's no news. But I wanted to talk yeah. about this interview um, that someone, that the head of Harmonix, they didn't say the name of who it is. Uh, I guess maybe the whole article does, but I'm just going to kind of read this tweet. So the head of Harmonix did an interview with Game Informer about Fortnite Festival's future. And here's three very interesting answers. There's going to be weekly songs being put into it. They're importing as many of the uh, legacy peripherals as possible. So that's very okay. exciting. That might mean yeah. I don't need to buy another guitar. John and I were just talking about this yesterday. That I might be yeah. buying another guitar in January. Which, which is literally insane. Um, yeah. I s- if there's any new functionality to that new guitar, I will probably get it. Unfortunately. But, uh, okay. Uh-huh. but I don't need I definitely don't need it. Um, and new modes will be coming too. Not sure what that means. I'm but I mean it probably means they're gonna add DJ Hero. That's probably like the most obvious thing, right? No, of course not. Oh yeah, totally. Yeah. That's not even har- that's not even uh, harmonics, that's uh, Activision. So what I'm saying is Microsoft get on it and put DJ Hero into something. We all got our turntables, we're still hanging on to them. <laughs> yeah Um, but it is like so kind of just reading some of the the clips of this interview i'll just read some of them here so far we've had great success in putting deals together with our music partners music industry partners we're now starting to clear songs at a very high velocity as you saw in our history with rock band and guitar hero etc we plan on to be rolling out hopefully many hundreds of songs a year growing a library of thousands over time so Seems like the real deal is happening, and that's exciting for me. Yeah, no, it's very, very cool. The fact that this is all happening in a Fortnite thing is insane to me. But Fortnite is uh, the new—it's the new game engine, so why not? It's a—it's a platform. This is not going to be the end yep. of it. I'm sure there's going to be more games coming. So. Yeah, exciting. All right, let's do some questions. If you would like to send a question in. Topdownperspective at gmail.com at TDP Podcast on Twitter, the Discord channel, or John's P.O. Box. Room. So we have episode titles. Why don't we end off the year with some episode titles? Hell yeah. All right. Starting from where we left off, uh, October 26th. I don't think I need to wear pants if I want to be a little risky. Hold on. I don't think I need to wear pants if I want to be a little risky. October 26. 
was I think this is when I got COVID, so I think I was out of commission for a while here. There's like a big stretch where I'm gone. Okay. Okay. I, I definitely true. always wear pants because I'm not comfortable without even pajama pants or something on. So this isn't me. I mean, I wear shorts often. I'm wearing pants right now, but I don't think it has anything to do with that. Um, what about when you want to be risky? I mean, if is this does this maybe have anything to do with like flying naked? We talked about that, and that was like. That was a long time ago, but maybe I don't remember. I don't does it have Does this have anything to do with like we could be recording uh, without pants on? I don't. I don't know. I, I just looked up the context. No, we're way off. Okay. Um, as the episode was approaching Halloween, Sean took the opportunity to excuse himself and wear a hot dog suit since it reached oh, his mid thigh. He said this, and I insinu- I insinuated that the ten dollar Patreon supporters would now get a gif of you dancing in that suit. Yeah, I don't remember that part, but <laughs> offer still on the table. No, it's not. Nove- <laughs> November 2nd. Here's Detective Blaze 420. <laughs> Detective what? Blaze 420. That's it? What? Here's Detective Blaze 420? <laughs> yeah, what the fuck? What this I have be? no idea what this is. Where would I have been gaming? I think I would have been doing Baldur's Gate still probably at this time. So I don't know that I even played anything with a detective in it. <laughs> Did you? Have you played like any mystery games? I don't know what this is. I'm like, I don't know where that name would have come from or how it would have gotten in there. Someone in the chat says Silent Hill. Is this your FMV? Holy shit. You're right. <laughs> yeah, it's something like that because Silent Hill Ascension has the cameos or whatever, where it just like puts somebody's stupid ass username on a character. Oh yeah, that would be it. I was gonna. Ask That's you, probably you it. You weren't here during all that. Did you? Were you aware of Silent Hill Ascension? I was aware of it, but I just saw terrible clips online. It looked awful. It's so bad. Paul watched so like bad. the whole thing. I did not. It's still going for one thing, but I only watched five weeks of it. How long is it supposed to be going on for? Like a year or something? Something dumb. No, I think it's I think it's six months or something. It's a while. But like in that five weeks, very little happened because every day was just like two minutes of content. (laughs) So it's like, all right. Wait, it was it's a daily show. Yeah, it's a daily show. Yeah. The idea of doing a daily Silent Hill show for an entire year is such an absurd concept. That's why I had to be part of it in some regard. Then when I got sick, I didn't keep up. And I was just like, I guess I'm done. I don't care. I think think it'd be awesome. I think what you should do is like once a month, do just like a a recap. Just like watch the whole thing. I mean, once a month, it would it would only still be like half an hour. So yeah, why it's, not? so They're it's totally so doable. Short. And you're like, all right, let's see what Janu- what happened in January for the Silent Hill yeah. boys. The thing is, is that it's so brutally bad. It's <laughs> so bad, and it just makes me sad looking at that thing. Anyways, here's Detective Four Blaze at four twenty. Uh, Paul started watching, playing, ranting about the interactive story of Silent Hill Ascension, where in each of the streams they would feature results from a chat poll. These included users making avatar cameos in the Silent Hill canon. That's right. The thing I'm mad about is that Silent Hill Ascension is considered canon in that universe for some reason, uh, which led to the host come up with this main character. 
November 9th. I'm going to quickly check my email. I know, I remember what this is. It, yeah. This was, I think, this was you saying, I wonder if I got this code or something in my email. I can't remember what it was, but it was November you. November 9th? Checking. That would have been right around me reviewing the PS5 and the portal. So it was probably me oh. double checking like what I could talk about at that time. Because the okay. embargoes were like really strict. Okay, yeah, it was something like that. Context was Sean received hardware packages from PlayStation, including the Slim planning to talk about. Didn't know if embargo was up, so he had to double check. In the end, he did. I mentioned the slow PS5 to PS5 transfer, asking John about it since out of them, he would be the one to own more than one PS5. <laughs> Which I do not. And I own two now, <laughs> so there you go. Yeah. He's taking over. He's taking over your role, John. You got to buy more PS5. Thank God. Free me from my nightmare, Sean. Okay, but only if you take Assassin's Creed off. There must always be a curse. (laughs) What is this fucking genie? Where's this monkey paw bullshit? (laughs) Uh, November 16th. Valve doesn't give a shit. This has to be OLED related, right? Oh, it's, yeah, it's got to be. It's around the right time. Yeah. Uh, yes, it is. Sean talked about the annoying process to order an OLED uh, feature. This featured the website breaking. What's that? I'm at the the uh, limited edition one. I'm going to see if you can still do that. I'm going to be so pissed. This featured the website breaking with the fun emoji guy looking sad. The product flickering in and out of uh, between between in and out of stock repeatedly being logged out. The bank blocking the order after assuming it was fraudulent. This was his conclusion to the ordeal. Uh, it is currently out of stock. So, OK, well, that's good. <laughs> good. <laughs> uh, November 23rd. I think you're a brand risk after what you pulled. What the fuck? I think you're a brand risk after what you pulled. I wasn't home, so. I don't think it's about us. I don't think like one of us were a brand risk, but we were probably talking about someone. Game Awards related? It's obviously like a joke for something. Game Awards was on the 8th of December. This is the end of November, right? I wasn't sure this is when the game, like the, the list dropped and like maybe that was related to something. Oh, maybe. Maybe, yeah, maybe one of the influencers or something. I don't know. Okay, I just looked up the context and I still don't understand it, so let me just read it, I guess. A question came up asking if in a hypothetical joke game where Sonic gets blamed for killing Eggman, they would play the part of the culprit. What? I don't remember this at all. Was I here? No, I think this is when Nathan was here, but I don't understand this. Hold on. A question came up asking if in a hypothetical joke game where Sonic gets blamed for killing Eggman, they would play the part of the culprit. Like, we would take the blame for Sonic? Is that what I mean, the question was? we can was? just look at back at what this question was. This is, what, four episodes ago? Uh, yeah, something like that. Paul argued it would be an honor to do so while Nathan imagined what it would like to be branded as Eggman's killer and getting egged on the streets to which Paul said he would probably get an email from Sean saying this. What? <laughs> I don't understand this at all. I'm so confused. You can tell it's a Nathan episode because I don't understand what the fuck we said. <laughs> 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 okay. 
Yeah, I found the episode. I'm trying to. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna read you the question. Okay, maybe this will help. Maybe okay. this will ring some bells for you, Paul. Okay. This yeah. This was yeah. from VGC Kenny. Okay. And he wrote, "You get invited to Sega for a top secret project. You decide to take them <laughs> up on the invite and go. Upon arrival, you find out that they're working on their next April Fool's game." The framing of Sonic the Hedgehog. Oh, okay. This makes more sense now. An alternate universe from the murder of Sonic the Hedgehog, where Sonic is framed for the murder of Dr. Eggman. The player takes control of Barry the Coca, or Quoka, to solve the case for real. So why are you there? Well, Sega wants you to be the real culprit. You take the job and be forever branded as the person who killed Eggman and framed Sonic for it, or do you back down? What an insane yeah. question. Yeah, I remember this question now. It's fucking insane. I, like, what were you on? <laughs> I remember this question. And what is, I, can't, I can only imagine what Nathan answered. Like... Nathan was worried about being a brand risk. This was him. He doesn't want to be a brand risk for being the dude who killed Eggman and getting okay, egged in the okay. streets. I guess I need to go listen to that episode for some good Nathan. Well, I guess so. Uh, November 30th. The most excited Paul's ever been on this podcast. I have no idea what this is. Me neither. Nothing... There was nothing that I was super excited for that came out, I think, in uh, the beginning of in December or the end of November. So what was the line again? Um, The most excited I've ever been on this podcast. Me. Oh, yeah. No idea. But I have no idea. Okay. Context. I feel like it was Fortnite related for some weird reason. I think I'm imagining that. Well, I see the word nude here. Hold on. (laughs) A question came Asking what month the host would appear in while designing a hypothetical 2024 TDP calendar. Oh, the calendar. After quickly brushing the nude option and avoiding Sean's secret birth month, they proposed (laughs) being all in all, all in all of them dressed for the occasion, particularly. Apparently, I would recreate N64 kid getting excited despite not owning one back in the day. Man, that must have been a slow podcast for comedy. (laughs) All right, fair. Uh, December 14th. I can't believe this thing actually came out. So I was not on this episode. That was that game. That was that game everyone, like, it got so refunded that it uh, it shut down. The the day before. You're right. That's what it was. Yep. That was you and me, I think, that did that episode. That was us, yeah context the hosts were discussing recent news regarding the infamous the day before and how it went from being one of the most hyped games to disbanding the studio developer uh paul said this in disbelief and proceeded to call it a piece of shit as john chuckled in response yeah you were right uh final one from last week you have to stand up and shout mcdonald's this is sean talking about the ad mcdonald's ad thing standing in front well, of your I, connect or whatever this was a playstation uh patent yeah. from a long time ago where playstation yeah. was like hey what if mcdonald's what if you set up a camera yeah and we, we would show you ads and then if you wanted the ad to end you had to stand up and show mcdonald's but i forget what i was saying it in response to it was for the free game pass that some uh places the free game pass alternative or whatever it was talked about from yeah one of the xbox execs okay yes the context was the hosts were discussing recent plans regarding the free tier of Game Pass that would give you two hours of play 
streaming after watching 30 seconds of an ad. And yeah, it's exactly what we just talked about. All right. Okay. Thank you for writing in, as always. Thank you. Sukusuku writes, are there any video games you loved as a teen but find cringy to play in the present day? Yeah, probably. I'm trying to think mm. of what games. Like, okay, probably any Sonic game. Okay, fair. I there guess. was a time when I was a kid where I was playing Mario Party. Like, oh, oh my god! Party. Oh my god! How how did you live? Well, I was yeah. a dumb idiot kid, and then I you know I became an adult a man. Yeah. <laughs> right. I don't know that there is. I mean, nope. I rented so many terrible video games as a kid that like I could just point to like a bunch of those like Flintstones, the movie, the game for Super Nintendo, the Page Master game for Super Nintendo. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Like this is like a bunch of like. But really did you love games. any of them <laughs> back then? I enjoyed them. I thought they were fun and kept like renting them and playing them. I just couldn't make much progress on them back then. And then played through them as an adult. I'm like, oh yeah, no, these do suck. Shit. <laughs> sure. Hmm. No, I don't I don't really find cringe stuff that cringy when it comes to playing games or stuff or any of that stuff. Okay. Maybe like some of the dialogue in some of those old games. A little bit, but eh, it was a different time. <laughs> it was a different time. Uh, Lineback writes, which of you is the ghost of Christmas past, present, and future? And who would you all agree to haunt? <laughs> well, we got to haunt Nathan. I think that's that yeah. Really seems fair. Yeah, I agree. Or is Nathan the ghost of Christmas past? Yeah, that that also makes sense. I'm also trying to yeah. think, like, because who was who was each one of them? So, like, Ghost of Christmas Past was an old coworker, right, Bob Cratchit? So that, uh, that could work. No, because that was no, because he was just an extra ghost. So who wait, who was the who was the Ghost of Christmas Past then, or was Bob Cratchit his current coworker? I believe it I was his current. old partner, wasn't it? Marley was, old, was the old Marley partner, was, but he's the yeah. He's the one that warned him that the ghosts were. Yeah, because so a ghost shows count. up to warn them and then the three ghosts happen. So he sees okay. four ghosts. Well, ghost of the future is the Grim Reaper. I don't remember yeah. at all who the Pre- present presence like a super jolly Santa Claus looking dude. Oh, OK. But and but the first is isn't it an old partner of his? They have like a history. Maybe? Note, I think. Yeah, maybe that sounds familiar. Well, I'll, I I want to be the the present then cuz I I would be the jolly Santa. Okay. Okay. I was going to say I'd be the ghost of Christmas past because I'm all about like playing retro games in my backloggery and stuff like that. Oh, sure. Could I be Tiny Tim who definitely did not die? <laughs> definitely did not die. All I keep seeing is like there are ghosts that was like neither young nor old appearing to be both young and old. The spirit carries a large cap in the shape of a candle extinguisher under its arm from the top of its head shines a bright light that illuminates Scrooge's memories. 
This is the mm. ghost of the past. Yeah. Oh. Present is like is like Bacchus, basically, like a super jolly looking drunk dude. Like Wait, who, who's being haunted here? This is <laughs> I guess. I can't think of a specific. It is Nathan. I don't know who else we would pick, right? Bobby Kodak. Yeah. Uh, there we I'll go. be I'll be passed because he and I kind of grew up in the same like we have a lot of uh so we grew, both grew up in Airdrie so we have a lot of similar memories of places and stuff. Who's we? Nathan and I. Oh, okay, Nathan. We're, we're haunting Nathan, so. Yeah. Got it. Got it. Does that make me present then? Or does that make me future? You're like I'd be Which future one do you because I. I mean, future's easier because you don't even have to say anything. You just have to like, like wear a giant cloak. A you just have to scare him. Yeah. You got a cool cloak though. Yeah. Yeah. Sean, I think you've got the energy to be like a present guy. I'll just be like okay. having, living it up. Yeah. John, you want to read this next one? Rasterman writes in and says, what is the maximum number of video games you remember having played in a single day? Just played? Yeah. I don't know, like 20? I've bounced between a bunch of games before. That's not unusual. I mean, for streams, I feel like I've gone through, like, at minimum, like, five, probably more, like, I've had, like, some streams where I've done, like, eight or nine, maybe even more. Probably uh, more. I'm sure there's been a day where you've just like started a game. You're like, this sucks after 10 minutes and played another one, especially as a kid. You know what mine yeah, probably I, is? Yeah. Is the streams, the, the Japanese Sega Saturn streams with John, where we did oh, just yeah. play like 10 or 15 minutes and we we're like, all right, yeah. moving on to the next yeah. game that we cannot understand. We did a lot of games on that one. Yeah. That's probably. Do you remember how many games you bought? Because that's probably your answer. I don't <laughs> think I ever knew the number of games I bought because I bought so oh. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Why wouldn't I? They were 10 cents. For sure, yeah. I guess this changes to, like, games that you've played, like, a significant portion of in a single day. Like, maybe three. Yeah, I can't imagine mine's more than, like... At most. Three's probably even rare. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, VGC Kenny writes, You're at a fancy restaurant... And you leave to go to the bathroom. On your way back, you hear voices coming from behind a curtain. Curiosity gets the better of you, and you take a peek. It turns out that this is the site for a closed-door <laughs> meeting between Nintendo and Rare to remake DK64 and release it on the follow-up to the Switch. Uh, the representatives are panicked that this will leak now, so to stop you from leaking it, they kill you. No, no. So to stop you from leaking it, you are offered 10 grand, as well as the ability to make one change that changes the game on a fundamental level. Why would they let me do that? <laughs> uh, as well as add something completely innocuous and fun. For example, big head mode. Do you take this deal? And what do you change? So if we it's don't take the deal... Grand. It's a free yeah, 10 like, grand. I'm, I'm to think. It's a, it's a would you rather of like... That a cool scenario here, or I get to leak that they're making a remake of this. Yeah, it gives me literally nothing. Uh, yeah, I would take it for sure. Yeah, for sure. And the thing I would change is don't make Donkey Kong sixty four. That game's fucking garbage. Make wow. something better. I would have said turn out the uh, get rid of the swap barrels. Just make it so you can swap at whenever you want. Okay. Oh yeah, sure. 
I would pitch them on make it just a lanky con game. There you go. <laughs> nice. He is easily the best one. He's got a funny face. Like, he's got tons of stuff. And he has no style or grace. No style or grace, yeah. Uh, Dead writes, This month marks five years of free games on Epic. I don't get economics, but that's not what this question is about. Let's do some head-to-head warfare. Looking at the last five years of free Epic games, Xbox games with gold, PS Plus Essential, and Nintendo Switch Online Virtual Console with Expansion Pass, pick the best calendar year of each, then rank the selected the four selected years one to four. Okay. I can tell you now, Games with Gold is going to be bad. Okay, there's a... For people listening, there's a bunch of links that we're going to have to open to get some lists. There are so, so many games. I don't know if this is doable. This is... This is... Yeah, this is a lot. <laughs> I just looked at the first one. I'm just looking at epics, yeah. Yeah, okay. Games with gold. But just for the last five years, right? So... Yeah. That would be 29. So 19, 20, 21, 22, and 23. Okay, I'm going to see if okay, we can right. get this one. Gears of I mean, War 4? Okay, so, okay. So straight it up... Says, it says um, 5 and then 4 for some reason. I'm going to rank just straight up the um, Virtual Console 1 probably the lowest. Not because I think those games are bad, but because I've played all of them before and can like emulate most of them and have a bunch of the actual cartridges for them. So like... They kind of didn't provide me anything really new, honestly. I'll, ag- I'll agree about. with that. I'll agree with that. So that's well, probably the lowest. None of these games are going to be brand new. Like none of these are like day and date like Game Pass. So they are well, all Epic old might be. games. Yes, right. But like, I, so. I actually have those NES and SNES games and stuff. Is what I mean. Like they didn't give me anything. Like some of these games, even though they're not new, I probably didn't have or have access to until. I got them for free on something. Um, there are a lot of games on this Xbox one that I was not really expecting. Yeah, Games um, of Gold was pretty big for a while. I know in the last couple of years, though, it's going to get really bad. Yeah. When they started yeah. really pushing Game Pass. Then it makes um, no sense for, to put game, free games in gold. For me personally... Uh, the top one is PS Plus, probably. Second, Epic. Third, Games with Gold. Fourth, Nintendo Switch. And the reason why is because all the stuff that's on Epic, I probably had bought already before it was offered on Steam. So I also had most of those games, but there was still a good handful I got. PS Plus, I got a bunch of stuff because I don't buy console games very often for free from that. And then Xbox, I just don't use very much. So that is de facto one of the lower ones for me why is this nintendo one? Oh, it's because they're breaking up by system i was like why is this so short yeah yeah i, I think the almost i almost think the playstation one's cheating because it includes when they did like that playstation 4 like essentials collection because a lot of stuff in here looks like it's the essential yeah. stuff that's Which why I, so I, I agree on. with that i would definitely say playstation was the strongest Right, but I don't think we, we could take that because it, it's not available anymore. You can't do that. Ooh, I thought that we were just, just ranking a, the years. 
Oh, I guess ranking the years. Sure. Yeah, yeah. But if I yeah. Mean, yeah, yeah, yes, yes, yes. Because yeah, that was incredible. It was basically all of like the PS4's best games. Yep. But I mean, it doesn't matter because if Game Pass was part of this, it's by far the best thing out of all of them. So, oh, for like, sure, yeah, yeah. But yeah, I mean, another thing to keep in mind is, out of all of these, the Epic one is literally free. These are all subscription yeah. services that we're getting you yep. a game. Each mm. So that no, you're right, pretty great as well. Like I've given no money to Epic, that's not true. But I'm not getting any money for for their free games. You're right. Yep. And they've had a decent selection, too, especially if you're not regularly buying games on PC, as it is. You're getting a lot yeah. of stuff from them. Cat Quest Plus is a current free was game, getting though. some day and date games, like Fall Guys came out first as a PS Plus game. Mm. That was a big deal for me. I don't know if Gold sure. ever got anything like that. I can't think of anything. Because they would have just done it in Game Pass, right? The Game yeah. Pass was doing day and date, yeah. 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 So. Um, and then, yeah, for me, like Nintendo's is the weakest just because it's it's the least interesting to me. Like the part that's interesting to me is the like free DLC you get for some games I might be interested in. But even then, I have sure. To sure. Yeah. I don't I'm not ranking the years as possible. Yeah, no. Then, uh, Paul, do you want to read this last question? No, because I just read the last one. Yep, it's mine. Phantom Aegis writes in and says, Ahoy, TDP crew. What is your favorite dressing for a salad? Examples, Caesar, Italian, Thousand Island, apple cider, vinaigrette, etc. Hmm. Caesar, I'm simple. Caesar. Yeah. Vinaigrette. Vinaigrette's the healthier choice, but I do like a Caesar salad quite a bit. You know what's crazy? When they offer you ranch as a dressing. Are you insane? That's insane. Oh, yeah, I haven't seen ranch as a dressing in a long time. I guess, I, yeah. I've definitely seen it. I want to say there was something recently, and I was just like, oh yeah, this place is that gross. That's way too much ranch. Is that like a Chili's thing? That seems like a Chili's thing or something. <laughs> I mean, that's not where I encountered it. I don't remember where I encountered it, but that does seem like a Chili's thing. <laughs> Thousand Island's okay, too. I like Thousand Island on a burger. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. Thousand Island is okay. I think McDonald's like special sauce is just Thousand Island mixed with ketchup. Essentially. Yeah. Yep. So if you like McDonald's burgers, give Thousand Island a try. All right, sure. that's gonna do it for uh, questions. If you want to send in a question for next week, it's topdownrespected at gmail.com at TDP Podcast on Twitter, the Discord channel, or John's PO Box. What's your game of the week? Mine's a Moonlighter. I guess it's Star Tropics. <laughs> uh, Chance of Sonar. Nice. All right. Thanks everyone for watching. Remember, fill out the community survey, and January 10th is the day before the Game of the Year episode. <laughs> so, True. <laughs> He's not wrong. <laughs> wow. Bye. Bye, everybody. <laughs>